Oh, oh, you're here. Okay, great. I'm just merging the calls now. Got to sh- keep my promise. Mosos Vasecha Tishmar. I am here. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Rifki, you're there? Yes. Hi, everybody. Bellet. How are you? I am Baruch Hashem fine. Do you hear me clearly? Yes, we yeah, do. We're recording. Sounds great. Welcome, everyone, to a special episode of Talking Tachlis. Um, Rifki and I are on the phone with Rabbi Heshi Billet. He's the rabbi of a young Israel of Woodmere and a very well-known, well-respected um, community rabbi. So, Rabbi Billet, thanks so much for joining us in this crazy time. We just wanted to get a feel for, for what's going on. So thank you for being with us. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to, to, to see if uh, I could be of some assistance uh, to you in, in sharing my insights uh, I am an imperfect human being. I make a lot of mistakes, so some of the things I tell you may be wrong, but I, uh, I can only do the best I can do. Well, we're all kind of figuring this out on the fly a little bit, Revilla. No one, no one obviously expected this. I guess just to, to start off, one of the things that we're wondering is, and I'm sure there are a million things, but can you give us an example um, or a few examples of some of the communal issues that you're dealing with right now, things that are going on in your shul, in the wider community, the wider Jewish community, the, the whole country? You know, what sort of things have you been dealing with? Okay, so um, we're dealing with a, with a, lot, a, a lot of different things. Uh, on a, on a community, should I talk about services, about closing shuls, or should I Everything. That later? Yeah. All right. So one of the one of the big issues uh, that started already last week, um, just about the, as Purim came to an end, was the question of keeping the synagogues open. Um, it was uh, I have a daughter who teaches at in Yale University, and uh, on on Purim Day, Yale University sent out a um, a notice to its faculty saying that we're they they were on spring break, so they had no cases of coronavirus because they weren't there. They said, we have decided that uh, basically everyone has been reacting to coronavirus. When someone gets coronavirus, we go into panic mode and then we, we shut down places. So we, they decide we're going to be proactive and we're going to try to keep the amount of people catching this infectious disease down by not opening our campus. We're going to do online teaching and we're not reopening. So um, we began discussing in the community, we should be proactive. We should close down the shuls now before somebody comes down with coronavirus and then we have to close down the shul. And this way, sort of what they call that you, you level the curve. You, you, the, you, you will prevent more people from getting the disease. Every person who gets the disease can spread the disease. And not everyone who is clearly sick can spread the disease. There are many people who are asymptomatic and have the disease. They don't even know they have it right. and they could spread it. So, and, and, you know, and it's very painful for, uh, for uh, rabbis, I would imagine, in any stream of Judaism, uh, be it Orthodox, conservative, reform, to close down synagogues. Um, we are an Orthodox community. We are a community of uh, some 1,300 families. Uh, we live in a very, very Jewish neighborhood um, in, in the five towns in Far Rockaway. We had a meeting uh, with, the, with the rabbis from across the um, the. Uh, Orthodox Jewish spectrum, you know, more Haredi, you know, uh, versus the more modern Orthodox, you know, and, you know, different, different degrees of, uh, of um, uh, per- perception in terms of how we should um, uh, live our Orthodox Jewish lives. We all got together and people wanted to have, we had, we had two infectious disease doctors, um, you know, prominent uh, people, uh, one of them at the, at the top of the pyramid in Northwell, uh, uh, which is uh, the old North Shore Hospital. And the other uh, has been uh, very much on uh, on a lot of calls about this uh, matter. Who also he also works in my shul as a rabbi. 
He's a rabbi doctor. He's not the Rambam, but he's a very competent <laughs> physician, and he's a learned guy. Um, so we and we had the rabbis, and they wanted poskim. So originally we were going to have two YU people, Reb Schechter and Reb Willig, and the other people wanted someone like Reb David Kahn from Brooklyn. So we had Reb David Kahn from Brooklyn. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to start naming names and saying what what happened, but the result of the meeting was, um, I, I uh, you know, only one rabbi was 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 very clear in saying you should close shuls mm-hmm. right away. That's mm-hmm. what he felt. The Bergen County had closed their synagogues uh, the the uh, the day before. Right. Um, they had, um, you know, uh, I think they had uh, a a case of coronavirus somewhere. But they they decided. Oh, the doctor. Oh, no, what happened with Bergen County was that the physicians from the three hospitals um, around them, my holy name, Hackensack, and I think Englewood Hospital, uh, told the entire rabbinical council of Bergen County that our emergency rooms are not going to be able to cope. The mm-hmm. whole medical system is going to close. And the rabbis who came to the meeting not intending to close their synagogues closed their synagogues. That's what they did. Now, by us, uh, you know, um, only Rav Schechter was clear about that. Mm-hmm. We, you know, the, the, the doctors were giving, you know, a perception, a, you know, they're, they're, you know, a very competent, uh, you know, perspective saying that if you keep safe distances, safe spaces, you make, you know, you have very few people in the room and, and, the, you know, and every, no one, you know, it, it that's, that's what turned, ter- what turned out. But the next day the doctors turned around and they said, now we think you should close the, the synagogues. And uh, then the, the, uh, you know, Rabbi Willig said, close the synagogues. And he, he, and, and, and we began the process of closing synagogues. We still have people in our area whose synagogues are open. I was on the phone with one of them today trying to explain to him, you know, it was a Hasidish Rebbe, trying to explain to him. He said, we could sit safely in the room. I said, you can't. People are going to talk to each other afterwards. You don't know who's infected. I said, how would you feel if one person in your, came to your shul and got infected and died? I said, but Hasidish doesn't work. He said, but there are shuls in Borough Park. I said, so then move your, move your shul to Borough Park. In this community, you're the only shul, you, you and someone else are the only two shuls that are open. You have to respect the place. You have to, so, but these are the struggles that we're, we're How do you understand today. that resistance from the more yeshivish, Hasidish community? To... No, no, it's not the, it, it, because it's very, very hard to, you know, because there is a strong uh, theological belief, which I believe as well, that tefillah b'tzibur, public, public communal prayer is very powerful. Right. Uh, you know, I believe that too. But, you know, I, I just uh, think that um, there are times when, you know, you, 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 you can't cross uh, the street on a busy, uh, uh, you can't cross on a busy traffic street with uh, Talos over your head and Tabashian Rabbeinu Tefillin on with your eyes closed. You're going to get hit by a car. You've got to take precautions. And so with davening, you know, our, my feeling and the feeling of many of my colleagues is you can daven at home. Right. So it's not as powerful as, you know, but, but look, we, the, the, the things that you have to deal with in a community are restaurants. You know, um, so a lot of communities, and us included, said the restaurants have to shut down. They can, they can do takeout service. We have to deal with supermarkets. We don't know how we're going to deal with supermarkets because we, you know, it, it's not great if the supermarkets crowd with people. But on the other hand, if you have a large Jewish community and you start limiting the amount of people who can shop, you have you have you have hundreds of people waiting outside online That's and the near, worst near each other. Thing, right. So what what yeah. so what have you accomplished? So these are things that we're struggling with. We're also struggling with the concern about vendors who are losing their entire parnasa. Right. You know, you close down a restaurant. You know, what 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 about you know these people have to live also. Um, these are all, and then there are older there are people who are immunodeficient. There are elderly people who who shouldn't be going out. How do they get food? 
how do you do these things? What, what are, how are we going to help people make Pesach? Um, these are things that are, are very much on our mind, and uh, we, 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 we're trying to deal with it. We don't know the answers, but we're, we're working. What do you do with the mikvos? And, uh, you know, and uh, our mikvah is open. You know, every mikvah today is being, and, and, you know, we've been told by competent infectious disease doctors that, that if it's, it's one person at a time, and if the mikvah is cleaned with, uh, with um, a, 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 a appropriate sanitizer and the water is changed every day, it's fine for people to use it. I don't have a problem with that as long as we take all the safety precautions. You know, it could be that there have to be appointments. People should not be sitting together in a waiting room. These are all issues that the that the that the community um, is, is is struggling with. The closing down of schools. Uh, you know, had had this happened uh, ten years ago and schools had to be closed down, you couldn't have what's happening today. My wife is the principal of the school. School is going on. It's going on online. It's going on through Zoom. Whatever is happening, kids, you know, kids are able to learn at least. And this this could be a vacation until the summer. You know, we're not. A, you know, we don't know how long this is going to last. And uh, these are very very uh, trying times. Yeah. And we and we also have to wonder worry about all the people who are losing money because there are there are private p- practitioners. There are, there might be therapists. There might be people. Who do uh, who do training people and and and, uh, and all sorts of other kinds of services which are done one to one, you know you, right. you just don't know. We have to worry about people's parnasa. So at this it's point, a, yeah, are you yeah. still experiencing any pushback of people coming to you and saying this is overblown? This is not a big deal. Um, I I no I I don't think so. I think people are By frightened. Now, I think yeah. our, our 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 responsibility is to try to keep people calm. Actually, right. um, you know, as I said, there are some rabbis and and and, I, and I'll say well-meaning, but I think very irresponsible who are keeping their places open for services and 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 they're playing with fire. Uh, I I, per, I I personally am not very worried if I take care of myself and. Uh, I, I am 70 years old, so I am in the, the you know, I, it, it's very hard to admit that you're elderly. I, I don't feel elderly. I'm young. I jog. I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I try my best. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 70, and, and that's, that, that's the reality. I'm not scared. You know, we're, we're trying to do our best, and, we, uh, and we try, we're trying to convey to the people of the communities. We're trying, we, we send out all sorts of uh, uh, the rabbis have worked wonderfully in our community. We don't always we don't always agree, but we're able. But we learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and someone who has an opinion different from mine is is actually sometimes correct. And I believe it or not, I'm wrong. And uh, and uh, we but we we've done great work working with each other, disagreeing with each other, not shouting at each other, just working together to try to do the best for the community. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm just wondering. Um... You, Rabbi Billet, you, you're obviously, you know, going through a lot. Even as we started this conversation, you were getting phone calls from congregants who are worried, who are stressed out, who are anxious. I'm wondering how this is affecting you kind of personally. Obviously, you have your congregation, but you also, you're a father, you're a person, you know, like, how, how are you feeling personally? Uh, you know, how are you going well, through this? Personally, um, if, I, if I may boast a little, I have a wonderful, smart wife who is, uh, she's a school principal. She's dealing with it with a, with a with a sober, sane head. I have wonderful children. Uh, they they get it, and uh, and hopefully we're going to all get through it. it. You know, it's it to 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 some degree, it's in our hands. You know, if we take the appropriate precautions, we wash our hands. We um, uh, we we we're careful. Uh, not you know, w- w- people are asking me, can we take in mail? 
And so I asked the question of a doctor, of an infectious disease doctor. He said, of course you can take in mail. If you're concerned about, but, but don't put your hand to your mouth or, or your nose. Um, you know, wash your hands after you take in the package. What about the muscles? Uh, could the muscles be contaminated? He said it's highly unlikely, but we don't know how long the virus lasts. It could last a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, uh, a couple of days. You know, he, he he doesn't. He said personally, I'm an infectious disease doctor. I'm going to be eating hand shmur matzah on Pesach. I don't think there's anything that could that, that there. Uh, you know, but again, you gotta you gotta just take precautions. Wash your hands. Um, don't go. Don't put your hand in your mouth. If you try to break the habits, uh, don't put your put your hands on your face. I mean, uh, keep your hands clean and sanitized. If your hands are clean and sanitized, and you want to scratch your nose, do it. But be, be, be careful. That's all we, we can only do what, what met the, the competent medical practitioners are advising us to do. Uh, it sounds like what you're saying, Rebella, is that the, the best way for you to approach this, and maybe for many of us to approach it, is just to try as much as possible not to get too overwhelmed, to try to be rational, listen to what the doctors are saying, listening to what the leaders of our community are saying, and not just get too caught in the spiral and in the cycle of like just letting it get ahead of us. Rational um, and calm. We're also yes. trying to work with the non-Jewish community. We're trying to share our information so that the pastors and the imams will have it. I mean, the Jewish community is incredible. Anyone who is a Jew can be proud of the Jewish community. We're in touch with the political leaders in our area who are looking for our guidance and advice. We are, the me, Ka'amcha Yisrael, we are an incredible people. I know we argue with each other. We fight with each other. We don't always observe the rules of Lashon Hara. We don't know, we're not always careful of the Ahavta of loving your neighbor as yourself. But the Jewish people are incredible. Look, I lost two floors in Hurricane Sandy. And my community was devastated by, by Hurricane Sandy. Hundreds of houses were devastated. We, the community got together. We organized. We were a model, we were a model for the country. Mm-hmm. And we're, 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 a mo- we're trying to be a model for everybody today. Right. Um, yeah, so you know, and, yeah. Sorry, sorry. you, you mentioned Hurricane Sandy. I wanted to ask you, you know, taking a little step back, are there any, um, in terms of putting this into historical context, are there any th- examples from Jewish history, secular, you know, just history in general that come to mind that you're thinking about, that you're trying to, you know, that you could maybe compare this to to learn something from? Well, I think the thing that's best to compare it to happened about 102 years ago, the, right. pan- the, the influenza pandemic, which is... Uh, uh, you know, I think that we're much more fortunate today, at least with having uh, better knowledge about uh, uh, hygiene and uh, and sanitary conditions and medical technology and medical knowledge is uh, way ahead. You know, you had the Black Plague, uh, the bubonic plague during uh, the Middle Ages, um, you know, and, and you have all the, you know, have all these things in the Nevi'im and the prophets about the Magephos, the plagues. Mm-hmm. I think that what's very humbling about this thing is that you sometimes get the impression, and I'm guilty of it as well, saying that medicine today can conquer anything. Right. And mm-hmm. here we have an example of something where medicine just doesn't know where, where they are. They don't know exactly what this is. They don't know. They don't, it takes a while to develop a vaccine, and, uh, and, and they don't know how long this is going to last. The flu generally uh, dies down during the summer. They don't know that this is going to die down during the summer. They're hoping. But, uh, you know, we, we'll only know when we know. Uh, it's really crazy to think about. Um, Rabbi Billet, uh, obviously, I- I'm sure you've been thinking about this nonstop, 
but Passover, Pesach, is coming up in just a few weeks. It, there's so many logistics involved in Pesach. There's the there's cleaning, there's cooking, there's there, there's usually a lot of travel involved. Obviously, Pesach is incredibly complicated this year. Um, how are you and how is your community thinking about it from a logistical perspective, from a community perspective, people having to be alone? How, how are you kind of thinking about this? Well, this is very much on our mind. I mean, Passover was always my favorite holiday because all my members went away to hotels. So <laughs> it, it, it was a, you got a little break. Holiday, but this year they're all going to be home. They're all going to be home. Uh, the, the I feel bad for the the hotel uh, and the vendors of those uh, Passover operations. I know some you know the programs have been canceled. I know some of the vendors are not returning money to the people who paid, uh, even though the people aren't getting any of the services. The vendors have lost fortunes, and they they just don't know what to do. Um, I, 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 that's a Hoshan Mishpat question. That, that that's not for me to answer. I feel I feel very bad for all of them. Um, and, uh, yes, uh, everyone is going to be home. I mean, my wife and I were just talking today. We're blessed, thank God, with children and, uh, and, 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 and many, many uh, grandchildren. And we always look forward to Passover to being with our children and grandchildren. And my wife and I were just saying that it looks like today, this, 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 this Passover may be the best. Naftali Bennett gave out the right. um, instructions in Israel, you know, along these lines. I said, this, this, this Passover, we may be by ourselves, you know, without children, without grandchildren. Um, it, it, I, I said to her, I said, listen, you're going to ask the four questions. And you're going to find the Afikoman, and it's going to cost you a fortune. Because paying getting a gift for my children, my grandchildren for the Afikoman is relatively cheap. But what am I going to get for you? You know, uh, and I'm going to have to get for the grandchildren anyway. Um, I shouldn't say I. We have to get for the grandchildren, both of us. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, and, and we are concerned about people who are shut in. Look, at our community, it's not the, we, we don't have a large singles population. And we do have older people. We have older couples. Uh, we have to worry about them. They also have children who who are, who are worrying about them. But not everyone is in that position. It's it's very much on our mind. And it's not only with the Jewish community. You don't only worry about your immediate community. You worry about the greater community. And so that's also on our mind. And there are all sorts of uh, wonderful projects that are starting in terms of uh, uh, collecting money for people who need money, uh, collecting food for people who need food, delivering food. The Tomchei Shabbos is working, but instead of packing in our synagogue, which is closed, a, a local caterer pa- is doing all the packing, and they're just picking up and making the deliveries. But, but, but the food for Shabbos is going out to the people. So these are things, and, and things that you don't think of come up. And, uh, and you know, you, you, as they come up, you try to handle it, and you try to keep it in an organized way because, you know, in, in this type of situation, you have... Um, 50 different generals, you know, all wanting to do good things. And uh, we sometimes, uh, you know, uh, crash into each other on the on the highway of chesed and kindness. Right. Obviously, a very tricky thing. I mean, we really appreciate that you talking with us. And I mean, Rifki, should, should we like, I was going to close out by asking if any words of chizuk. That's exactly what I was thinking also. Okay. So well, like right know, now, um, Rabbi, Rabbi Billet, people are, are in a really... Um, really overwhelmed. You know, we talked about trying to get out of that cycle, but um, sometimes that can be really hard to do. Um, yeah. I know, I, you know, are there any words that you can share with, share with people sort of, well, something, uh, words encouragement. of encouragement? Yes. I, I mean, I, I could try, you know, I'm a Yankee fan, but there was a guy who used to pitch for the Mets. Um, his name was Tug McGraw and the 69 Mets were the miracle Mets and Tug McGraw had a slogan. He said, you got to believe. 
I think mm-hmm. that, uh, look, believing doesn't necessarily uh, solve the problem, because, but I think that, uh, that this is actually, actually an op- a great opportunity for anyone who's in a faith community, because you do get strength from, from believing uh, that there is a power beyond us that could help us. Um, and if you believe in the power of prayer, that, her- that helps. If you're skeptical about it, that's okay. Um, I, I, I think, though, that you have to follow instructions. And, you know, as I said, keep yourself safe, listen to the directions of the medical community, respect your local governments who are all trying to do the right thing. And uh, I think that, um, look, the, 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 as I said, the mortality rate on this thing is uh, up to 2%. And, uh, but most of the young people uh, and most of the people who are, who are children are, 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 gen- are generally safe. And so that's one less thing to worry about. And just not drop, drop, just just not drop your caution. Right. Follow the rules. Sanitize and 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 read books and uh, try to distract yourself. Mm-hmm. Enjoy Pesach. Enjoy Shabbos. Uh, try to try to try to improvise with. Look, people can stay in touch with their families through FaceTime, through Skype. There are all sorts of different ways uh, to stay in touch and to see your 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 children and to see your grandchildren and to see your parents uh, and to see your siblings. Um, you have to always be be able to deal with the um, with the with the the deck that is handed to you. Rabbi Soloveitchik uh, once uh, spoke about uh, uh, times of, of suffering, and he said that there are two kinds. And you know, and the and the, the 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 big question we always ask is the question of uh, uh, of uh, why do the 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 good people suffer? And so Rabbi Soloveitchik said there are two kinds of people. There's a man of destiny and a man of fate. So take an example, he said. Imagine, imagine man of destiny and man of fate are two people on a boat. The captain announces that the ship is going down. It's going to sink. So the man of fate, you know, he calls him the Adam Hagoral. The man of fate goes to his cabin on the ship, lays down and waits for the boat to sink. The man of destiny runs to the, to the bridge to the captain. And he said, and he, Rabbi Salvechik calls him Adam Hayyud. He runs to the captain. He says, what do you mean the ship is going to sink? So the captain says, well, I've tried everything I learned in captain school, every strategy. He said, what have you tried? He said, I've done this, 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 and this. So the man of destiny says, well, then try this, try this, be creative. The ship is not going down. I have too much to live for. And he said the same thing in, a, in, in the time of a, uh, of a uh, in challenging times. If you're a man of fate, you say, what can I do? This is a challenge. I'm finished. It's over. If you're a man of destiny, you know it's not over. You have to, you, you, you don't have to, she says, change the question. Don't say, why is this happening to me? Say, now that it is happening, happening to me, what can I do to make it better, to make life better? And that's what we have to do. We have to be people of destiny. We have to believe that we're going to make it. We have to believe that this, this is going to come to an end. We have to believe that we will do everything possible to 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 um to to do good things kids are learning in ways that they never learned before from this we may gather new ways of educating our children there will be something positive that will come out of it um and 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 be careful and be confident that you're going to make it and make sure make every effort to make it and we're going to make it all of us that's what i think yeah that's that's beautiful thank you robert that's really that's really helpful okay 
thank you so much for for speaking with us, and we hope you it's so stay nice. healthy. It's so nice. Stay no, safe. no, no. My wife and I are living alone in the house. We don't oh, talk to, to each do. other. At okay. least I have so much to do now. You know, I, I really have a great wife, and I, I don't want to make any. Uh, yes, you know, yes, we a, a very a very wise woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so so much, Arabella. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us, especially with your crazy crazy schedule right now. And thank you all so so much for listening. Please please, the conversation does not end here. We want to hear what you're all experiencing, what you're all going through. Uh, we are all trying to get through this together. Uh, so join the conversation on our Facebook page, Talking Tachas Podcast, and also send us an email at talkingtachaspodcast at gmail dot com. Well, you, you better send me an email uh, because I'm, I'm not going to remember. I'm, I'm too old. And Facebook, <laughs> we'll, even we'll though I have you. a Facebook account, I'm, I, I don't use. I only post on Facebook. I don't know how to do anything else on Facebook. So, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll send, send you an email me, with a with a link. You know, or or send me a you know a book called Facebook for Idiots, and then uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to uh, learn something. That's the next okay. step. Now, perfect. That's another word. That I appreciate that. I'm married to my wife 48 years. We celebrated our anniversary on Sunday. Mazel and time. I never, in 48 years, I never heard that word from her once. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Take, bye-bye. Okay, okay. Bye. And we hope everyone stays safe and healthy. Post on our Facebook page. It's something to do. Keep us busy and entertained. So <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, everyone. Zygazum. Zygazum.